Where is she? <laughs> Answer to me. <laughs> was that good? That, that, that was sounded good. good. That was pretty good. Every Not time bad. Sarah's gone, I'm going to say, where is she? Where is she? Answer to me. <laughs> what else does he say in that movie? Um, I don't know. A lot of stuff. Lots yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? I just, it was on TV the other day, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Probably getting ready for Joker. Probably. That's just like... I'm not wearing hockey pants. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. What? At the very beginning. He's like, what makes you so whatever? Oh. I'm not I'm the wearing, one wearing hockey I'm pants. Wearing yeah. You know, my favorite one is when he's like by himself and he still uses the voice in The Dark Knight Rises. Like, Catwoman disappears and he's like, oh, that's what that feels like. And it's like, you're alone <laughs> now. Why are you doing the voice? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> wow. I don't remember I, that. Is it weird that I think I like... Dark Knight Rises is better than Batman Begins. That is weird. I, I still like Dark Knight Rises, but it's not better than too. Batman Begins. I don't know. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> is that the third one? Yeah. I think I've seen that once, maybe like yeah. 1.5 times. Ooh, the sorry. beginning is awesome, though. The yeah. opening scene. I, um, I, I find myself not able to finish it whenever I rewatch it because I'm just kind of not bored. Well, yeah, kind of bored. Mm-hmm. But like, guess, why but... is he all hurt and like... Not doing Batman things. Because he broke his back. Because Bane breaks his back. That's mm. a big moment mm. in the comics. Cause yeah. He's Gotham's recording. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what that thought You about. know who can do a great impression that works here is Drew. Oh, Drew yeah. does it on the... He, he used to do it on the headset sometimes when he directed. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. So, I Bane. mean, I think that's why the third one was like, I'm like, oh, Batman's all hurt and... Yeah. Kind of weak and sad. That one is just the one that really doesn't feel like a Batman movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, which not that's that that's a issue. bad, I guess it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's like, there's just very little Batman in you the know movie. But why I love that movie so much? Because I watched it recently and there's someone in there they didn't know at the time. And now I love that guy. And he's in there for like two minutes. It's not a spoiler if you say it. it ben oh, Mendel. Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, I was trying to like build yeah. it. You know. oh, Do you like, feel in charge? Yeah. yeah. I, you can yeah. say it. We've seen yeah. that movie's yeah. been out for a while. I mean, it's been out for seven years. I'm going to post on Facebook now. that like, it's like this the movie, Have you heard of this movie from <laughs> seven um, years so ago? Have you heard of The Dark Knight Rises? I randomly ran across, because I was exercising, and I, ha- I like watch whatever's on my iPad. Oh, I thought you meant um, like exercising no, demons. No, like I exercised. What? No, oh, I was like exercising last <laughs> night. And uh, like I just kind of put up whatever on my like Uverse app, and it was Quantum of Sola, Solace. Uh-huh. And uh, Jeffrey Wright was in it. Yeah. I was like, Jeffrey Wright's yeah. in this movie. He's and the David guy who's Harbour. in David Harbour's in what? it? Yes. Oh. Who's he in that? He's um like a the CIA, like American oh. or not is he a CIA? Yeah, he's like he's like the South African like CIA person. Oh, Hilarious. that's crazy. <clears throat> I knew- he's the one that in all the scenes with Jeffrey Wright. So it's Jeffrey Wright and David Harbour. Why don't they bring like, him oh. back for the next? Because Jeffrey Wright's in the next bond. Mm-hmm. They should bring David Harbour back. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, he, maybe he was busy with Black Widow. I just mm. thought it was like I was like, oh, these two guys are yeah. in this movie, and like yeah. they're super famous. Now. Yeah, I think cool. Jeffrey Wright has been like in every other one because he was in Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. I don't know, was he in? Oh yeah, so I guess and he wasn't in Skyfall. He was though. not in not in Skyfall, but was he Inspector? So maybe he was just know. in those what's two. The, yeah. What's the order of the Daniel Craig Bond movies? Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, uh, Skyfall, Skyfall, Spectre. Okay, and now whatever what was this one called again? I forgot. Uh, die, uh, die, live, die, live, something. To die. live, or, to live free, die, or die hard. Die, die hard, <laughs> dying, living, and dying, living, and James yeah, Bond. something with live, slash Phoebe dead. Waller yeah. Bridge. Oh, a great day to live. I'm calling it the Phoebe Waller Bridge Bond. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, I, I guess I maybe <laughs> never have seen it before because none of the plot seemed familiar to me. And it's also, a bad I, I had no idea I what the heck it. was going on. The, the editing style too is really I weird. Don't no, know. no time to die. Okay. No time to die. <laughs> With Samson starring Phoebe Waller-Bridge. <laughs> um, I had no idea what the heck was happening in that movie. Yeah, it's, I'm like, this is a. That's the one that's like notorious for not being very good. Well, it's though, talking right? about it's like it. water. Like they're after the water yeah, supply. And like and it's guy. all political, and I was mm. just like, this is a boring Bond movie. Batman Begins. They were trying whatever. to dehydrate the water or whatever, like eva- oh, yeah. evaporate yeah. the water. Evaporate it. So water was a big deal. It's like such a we- weaponizing water is yeah. a thing. I tried to explain to Gretchen like because we watched eh, a little bit of Batman Begins a couple weeks ago when it was on mm-hmm. Fox, and uh, she was confused whether Liam Neeson was good or bad, and I was like, "Well, he's like bad, but he." He's part of the League of Shadows, but then he's like I was still confused by that too. Maybe because no, I didn't you, watch all the way through. You think he's good, but he's actually bad. But the League of Shadows has always been bad. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So 
Bruce Wayne didn't know what he was getting into. Right. Correct. But he, he got some good training out of it. He did. Yep. Okay. From so Ra's al Ghul. Stupid bad guys yeah. training this dude, and then he takes him down. Like, mm-hmm. w- what an idiot. Yeah. Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about some some new yeah, movies. Yeah, we're just going to yeah. go on this Batman know. rant. Like, for... I don't know how all that got started, but I'm not mad about it. it no, was, it's fine. It's all fascinating. I, I could talk about talk. those movies um, a lot. <laughs> let's, let's talk about some of the new movie news that came out this week. So okay. I guess we already started the podcast, so hello. Yeah, sure. we did. You're putting all that in there. Okay. 100%. Um, Kevin Smith is going to do a Clerks 3 after he's already doing a new yeah. Jay and Silent Bob movie, which is coming out pretty quickly here soon, I believe. Yeah, the next couple, couple months weeks, or something. Couple months. Or, the, or within this, I don't I know. I think it's like... Next month, I think, I think is when he goes on tour. I think it's a couple, yeah, a couple weeks from now. Um, But yeah, he just announced that he's writing a Clerks 3 movie. So can I say why I'm annoyed I guess yes. by it. so like several years ago he wrote a Clerks 3 yes. and was gonna make it and then swore th- he said something like there's weird studio rights that let him not make it or something I like also that. think he was in a fight with the lead actor yeah maybe Jeff that's what, yeah I don't Jeff know was Anderson. he played did he play Dante or Randall Randall, Randall. Yeah. yeah him and Jeff were not getting along yeah so because I even I remember when I saw Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes in their Q&A thing a few years ago he was like because I think they ran a few minutes late and he was even like yeah I just finished just sent a draft to the actress I want to be in the movie mm-hmm. and of course everybody was excited and that was forever ago so it's like okay Kevin Smith are you really gonna do a We'll see. Well, I'll tell you what he said. And this was all like he did an Instagram post. I copied and pasted like the whole post. But I'm Mm -hmm. not going to read it all because it's very lengthy. But so he said, blah, blah, blah. It'll be a movie that concludes a saga. It'll be a movie about how you're never too old to completely change your life. It'll be a movie about how a decade spanning friendship finally confronts the future. A completely new screenplay that I just started writing Mm -hmm. last night. So it sounds like he was like reunited with. Jeff and I think him and Jason Mewes were together and then they just were like, oh, we should do we sure. should do it. And so that's when he, he just yeah. like literally mm-hmm. just started writing it that night, which good for him. If you can just like start writing a movie. Yeah, yeah. sure. Like I, I mean, like I wish I had that skill. <laughs> I have ideas, but it's not like I know how to just write a movie. But you I have mean, great ideas. He knows how to do it, though. So but I guess like, he's been doing it a while. You can just like, OK, I have a movie idea. Yeah. Do, 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 start typing I mean, and like, you, you know could what go to, to a movie theater and tell him about your bathroom idea. <laughs> I, <did>. I mean, <laughs> should yeah hey amc um and then he also said that um he he mended fences with ben affleck early this year which like i didn't know that him and ben Ben affleck had beef yeah well it wasn't i don't know if it was that they actually had beef they just didn't talk for years and so So that's why ben affleck hasn't been like in the movies or whatever okay well but they they met yeah because he was able to get ben affleck to do a cameo in jay and silent bob strike back or the jay and silent bob reboot um so they're cool now. Gotcha. Okay. So and then he also said in this post, like he's also had a chance to mend fences with Jeff. So mm-hmm. like that's this movie is like you obviously know, I have like a running confession. forward. I have not seen one single frame it's of okay. any of the Jane Silent Bob movies. Really? I re- yeah. honestly like I watched them in high school just because like that was the it thing to do in uh-huh. high school and like all my friends loved them. But like I, it, it's I don't think you're missing much. Mm-hmm. But you're a huge Kevin Smith fan. I enjoy early Kevin Smith. Yes. I like mm-hmm. Mallrats. I like Mallrats. Um, a Chasing lot. Amy was fine. I like Chasing Amy. Um, Dogma was fine. I love Dogma. Dogma Dogma's my favorite one. Please don't defriend me. But the only Kevin Smith movie I've ever seen is Red State. Oh really? Okay. I, yeah. Well, Red State's good. Yeah, I, I like Red State. It. I think I think Mallrats is my favorite. Really, um, and I like Clerks and Clerks, Clerks too. Is fi- yeah, Clerks. I don't mind Clerks one, but I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know if I'd watch them now, like sure. just blind, if I would mm-hmm. enjoy them. But also, uh, Clerks two ended so well that it's also like we don't. I mean, do we really need a third? Do they still hold up? Like, have you watched Dogma? Clerks? Still holds up because I rewatched that recently. But some of his movies, so like, I like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, but it's a really silly movie. Mm-hmm. And so that one I haven't, I, watched, I rewatched it. I remember Sadie had just been born because it was when I was off work at some point and watched it and thought it was still kind of funny, you know. But um, Mall Rats, I don't know, probably doesn't. I don't, I don't know. 
I would be curious to rewatch that one because there's some stuff in Mallrats that probably doesn't I mean, hold like, up. You have to understand, time, Chris, wise, the but... humor in this is like so immature. Like mm-hmm. that's why I feel like yeah. a high schooler like could get through it. I don't know if I could now, but like mm-hmm. I mean, it really it's like dick and fart jokes. Like yeah, yeah that's like, their thing that they make fun of that a lot in mm-hmm. like James and Love. And I don't really, I I mean, honestly, in high school, I don't don't think I enjoyed that movie. <laughs> but the fact that like we could quote it like with my sure. friend group and we were all super immature, it was funny then. But now mm-hmm. I'm just like I don't think that I yeah. think I would just roll my eyes and be like, oh, this is not. Funny. Is it yeah. like super bad humor or like? No, it's worse. Yeah, it's, it's like more. way more. Immature. I love super. It's probably bad. more immature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but I, I I think they're they're fun. I like them a lot. Oh. Zach and Mir make a porno was okay, and then Red State was okay, and after that it was you know. I guess he did do that. Yeah. I did see that. Mm. Tusk wasn't good. I honestly yoga hosers was worse. I don't think you would enjoy any of the Clerks or any of the Jay and Silent yeah. Bob's movies. No, probably not. I would I'm, say like maybe Dogma. You might have fun with but that's about it yeah. alan rickman's in it i like him yeah he's good yeah. sama hayek chris rock you know you know the crew. ben affleck and matt damon ben affleck and matt damon they're mm-hmm. angels they have wings they Alanis fly more set i Alanis really Morissette. did not know that they were in like matt damon and ben affleck i thought they were just in goodwill hunting together no i didn't know they were in like a bunch of movies together yeah but not really anything lately mm-hmm. yeah but they're gonna that was a thing there's yeah. a movie they're gonna be in together because Jodie Comer from Killing Eve is going to be in it, but I don't. It's a Ridley Scott movie. That's about all I know. Hmm. I don't think I even knew about that. I think it's something like one of them is married to Jodie Comer. The other Who? one is accused. Oh, one of the Scots? No, no, no. One of Ben Affleck or Matt Damon. They're not married to Jodie Comer. In the movie. Sorry. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> and then like the other one is accused of raping her or something. And then the other one gets vengeance on him. So I think they're going to be like in I'm opposition like, mm-hmm. in the movie. So it's something like that. Okay. Hmm. Random movie news of the day. Gruel. Well, gruel. <laughs> is that because it's Mean Girls Day, Chris? Yes. <laughs> Wait, today's Mean Girls Day? Uh, no, is it? Well, y- October 3rd. No. As of this recording, it's October 3rd. Is that is, the day? Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. I haven't seen anything on social uh, media about that. I saw it on t- Twitter. He asked oh. me what day it was. Octo- it's October 3rd. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Is that? That's for real. It yes. is October 3rd. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Jeez. It sounds okay. great. I don't know. <laughs> Way to way to pull out the Mean Girls quote on Mean Girls. That was yeah. pretty good for yeah. not even knowing what day it was. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. Why are you so scary? <laughs> I, I, could, lo- uh, I could quote that movie there, all so day long. Why are you so scary? It's a good movie. She doesn't um, even go here. <laughs> okay, so another remake or reboot or whatever. Eddie Murphy is going to be making, or no, it's not a remake or a reboot. It's actually just a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Murphy's going to make a yeah. Beverly Hills Cop 4 according to Eddie Murphy. <laughs> according to Eddie Murphy. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> well, but, which is another one they've been try- he's been trying to yeah. make for yeah. years. So, so he, at this point I'm like, ah, we don't need it. He said it's going to be his next film. So obviously the original was released in 84. And then back in 2011, um, they were going to do another Beverly Hills Cop 4 movie, but that got in, abandoned in favor of a TV spinoff um, starring, I don't know who this is, but Brandon oh, P. Yeah. Jackson? Uh, Tropic Thunder, Percy Jackson. I think you'd know him if you saw him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he was supposed to play Alex Foley's son in the movie, and then like Murphy was going to like pass the torch on yeah. or whatever, but that uh, show didn't get... Past the pilot, mm-hmm. they so. made they like made the pilot. I remember seeing a picture from it or something. They made, but they made the pilot and then it was never released. Right. And so then, then they decided, okay, let's do the movie again. And then that went through like a couple like reiterations. Like, like Brett Ratner was going to do it. Brett for a Ratner long time. was supposed to do it. And then the two guys that are actually doing um, Bad Boys were the last ones attached. To oh, really? It. Hmm. So hmm. And, th- and then they went to went on to do Bad Boys. So um, yeah. So after I guess uh, he does. <laughs> Finishes coming to America too. He's yeah. gonna go back and work on um, Beverly Hills Cop Four, which I guess that's fine. I don't which, know. Yeah, I, that's kind of how I feel about it. I love the Beverly Hills Cop movies. Mm-hmm. They are Me so too. fun and very funny. And like, I love that classic like '80s Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what he's like now though. So, well, we'll see. After I mean, Dolomite, it's gonna come out. Which, like, I obviously know about this film, but I have no idea what it's about. Well, it's about a real true, person. Yeah, it's a biopic. Story. I know yeah. the biopic, but who, like, who? Dolomite. Who, what, I don't so know he, who that is. What, Should I know like, who that he is? He makes, he sees a movie, and then he wants to be, like, the actor portraying, I was a little confused, too. So, basically, it's about, he he makes a, a black exploitation film starring himself, and, like, 
becomes like semi-famous for mm-hmm. this movie. And then I think he did might have done other movies after that, but not not very many. But yeah, he was like a, either a comedian or a musician or both, and then just decides one day to make a movie. Mm-hmm. So I think the movie is this movie is about him making that movie and okay. stuff. I've always had a soft spot for Eddie Murphy. Oh yeah, he's great. Daddy, of Daddy Daycare is one of those movies. I actually <laughs> watched, of all the movies, but I, but I understand. But like Norbit, I actually like and the Nutty <laughs> oh, Professor. I did not like Norbit. I Norbit the, is dumb. But I love it's the Nutty funny. Professor. Though. It's just like stupid. The I, first Nutty Professor is great. Yeah. Yes. I'm a big Beverly Hills Cop fan, though, and I like the second one. And the uh, the third one's not very good, but I still enjoy it a lot. Wasn't it that he uh, was going to be a front runner for the Oscar for Dreamgirls, and then I think Norbit that was like, like the, that tarnished was, that, right? That was like the thing that like Norbit came out right before the Oscars, and everybody was like, "Well, that movie was so bad." It somehow mm-hmm. I always hate that excuse because I know that happens a lot, and I feel like we've talked about stuff like mm-hmm. that before. I think that's so dumb because yeah. somebody's it's what it should be somebody's performance, not yeah. something right. else. Because just like giving Leo like, oh, here's your Oscar. Your that honor, you should yeah, have yeah. gotten a long exactly, time ago. Yeah. Exactly. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, Don't lie. It looks fun. And I did you know? Did you guys know? Fun fact that Beverly Hills Cop was supposed to be Sylvester Stallone. No. no. Oh boy. Which it would have been a completely different. Uh, movie. So different. Uh, yeah. uh, Is that yourself? <laughs> <laughs> he dropped out. I don't. I think it's because he, he. There were all kinds of changes that he wanted to make to the script and stuff. Oh. And then um, so he would have been an Italian like. Yeah, so it wouldn't have even worked as well That's because weird. there is that underlying racism yeah. towards yeah. Axel Foley that right. works. And then, of course, they also let let Eddie Murphy ad lib so much that it became more of a comedy anyway. So it would have been a completely different movie. Can you oh. do an Eddie Stallone. Murphy laugh impression? No, I can't. I have tried. You? But I can't. Can you? Is that I, what you're I asking? I don't know. I kind of want to attempt it, but it's I like think the, it's <laughs> But I can't. That's, a, that's as close <laughs> as I can get. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds yeah. like psycho. Of, it does remind me of the episode of New Girl where Jake Johnson's <laughs> trying to do the imitation and it's bad and they're like, you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> and then, stop. <laughs> and then I, Winston and Coach do it and they nail it. I will say, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, I when I did the movie package, uh, put that together for whatever his newest movie is that a couple of weeks yeah, ago. I Rambo. Couldn't, I could not understand a word he was saying. He's like, you're going to wish This is the last that. blood. Like, what? Rambo blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rambo Koo. That was a really bad trailer, too. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, and he, Eddie Murphy said he's going to do stand up again, too. Yeah. That's, like, that's, I'm yeah. way more excited. So yeah. yeah. I me am too. too. I, he, he did say in this article that I read that he's like, you know, it's not going to be like back in the day where I was making two, three, you know, movies per year. He's going to mm-hmm. like take it easy. But did, I mean, he's got a lot on his plate right now. So didn't he like cheat on his wife or something? <laughs> oh, he's, he's, I only like, ask that because whenever Gretchen asks about someone, she's like, I don't like him because. Because he cheated on. He's yeah. got nine, like nine, ten kids, and he's got multiple baby mamas. Mm. Like, because remember, he like had his wife, and then they had like five kids, and then he slept with like Scary Spice, and then they had a kid. <gasps> that's and there was that's this, what like, it was. Whole paternity thing, and that's yeah. why we were, we were watching uh, America's Got Talent from a couple seasons ago, I, and she was like, sure. oh, Eddie Murphy, and like, oh. I think he had like two babies that year. Like wow. he had like the Scary Spice baby, and then he was like another girl was pregnant wow. at this like around the same time. Mm. But now he's like totally engaged to somebody new. So yeah, I don't hmm. know. that's my knowledge of Eddie Murphy's personal life. He did. He did also say because I know that like whatever from Eddie Murphy Raw. There's a lot of thing. There's a a lot of jokes that don't hold up there. But he he mentioned something like he looks back and feels embarrassed about a lot of stuff that yeah. he used to talk about. So it's, it was an interesting interview with him. I'm sure he's a good dad. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope yeah. He's a good dad. Uh, we got a ton of trailers this That's week. That's every week, I feel like, lately. Yeah. Like, Man, yeah. so many trailers coming out. A lot of these, um, not a lot of these. Actually, yeah, no, I can say a good, there's, I have five trailers on this list. I did not know about three of them. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the ones that I did know. Um because I'm the important one here. No, uh, yeah. We need sure. to talk about the ones that I knew about. Uh, sure. No, I'm just kidding. Makes sense. Um, Kingsman. So Kingsman yeah. trailer, it came out. And so this is the prequel to the Kingsmen <laughs> <laughs> movies. But it's just called Kingsman. Yeah. It, look, this look, it looks a lot of fun. It looks a lot of fun. And I've always had a lot of fun watching the Kingsmen yeah, movies. I like the, King's like the fighting sequences mm-hmm. in them are really go- good. I don't know who's directing this one, though. It's, it's Matthew Vaughn is again. Is it the same guy? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, like we kind of get... The the, um, you know, figure out where the Kingsmen started Mm -hmm. at. They're like little spy organization. And like this one takes place during the First World War. And Ralph Fiennes is in this. Fiennes. 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 Yeah. Ralph Fiennes is in it. And it comes out on Valentine's Day. Perfect. Yeah. Um, 
what was I going to say about this? Oh, there was like Rasputin was like, yeah, like, so there's like the Russian monarchy is like yeah. part of this movie somehow. Right. Which he's like the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people like Daniel Brohl is in it. And I yeah. think he plays some sort of villain. And then is it Reese? I Reese Ifans of Ifans. Yeah. Fudge. I forgot how to pronounce his name, but he's, Ra- I think Ray. he's the Rasputin. Is it? Oh, okay. I think. Either way, I think he's the Rasputin guy, I think. Yeah. But yeah, it looks it looks like a lot of fun. Remember that we talked about the first trailer and I was like a little underwhelmed by it, but I think this one looks a lot of fun. Yeah. I do too. Agree. Excited. It looks like a lot of action, fun action. Yeah. So, cool. Um I guess I knew kind of about this one, but uh Six Underground, the Ryan Reynolds Oh yeah, yeah. That one surprised me. Michael I think Bay. it looks fun. Yeah, that's and fun. I don't like Michael Bay. Um <laughs> hate michael bay his movies are fun it's just there's not a lot of substance to his no. movies yeah. yeah it's a lot of oranges they're very a lot surface of oranges, level yeah. i mean this one looks kind of neat though it's it's coming out on netflix i don't even think it's coming out in theaters but it's right. a netflix movie december 13th uh, but it's ryan reynolds dave franco's in it mm-hmm. um yeah. And, yeah and it's a michael bay movie so lots of explosions it yeah. seems like there's some kind of like uh, Mission Impossible type like, yeah. task force, mm-hmm. like they're ghosts and they're they're, they're 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 dead. Yeah, they're billionaires who fake their own death to become vigilantes yeah. of sorts or something like that. Which they're is billionaires. I don't know that yeah. aspect of it. Okay. The it's action like, looks pretty fun. Yeah, too. it looks like a blast. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I like Ryan Reynolds. I feel like a Ryan Reynolds in a Michael Bay movie makes yeah. so much I, sense. I like what you did so there. You've been on roll today. What you said? Blast. It's a yeah. blast. Oh. Like a boom. Ha uh-huh. mm-hmm. What did you say early? Oh, I don't even remember. you said uh, fumble. That's a oh, fumble. I, I made, yeah, we were I talking about a, football. We were talking about the Chiefs thing, and I made a fumble reference. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, good. it's your typical like Ryan Reynolds humor. Oh, absolutely. Which, like, you can't yeah. not have if he's in. You know? Absolutely. Again, like it's like one of those things where, I mean, okay, you're not really acting anymore, Ryan Reynolds. You're just being Ryan Be- Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. But like, I love every bit of sure. it. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. can't hate on that. Absolutely. Which is fun. Um, so I'm saying like, I knew, I just didn't know the title of this movie. I knew Ryan Reynolds was going to mm-hmm. be in a Michael Bay movie. I remember hearing about, about it all I knew forever about it. ago so, and nobody knew yeah. much about it. So it's so, so exciting. Now we know about this. Um, Birds of Prey, which I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got a trailer for Birds of Prey. Yeah. yeah. That's coming that out in February. That was a cool trailer. I think it looks fun. I had a blast. How many Did times you? can I say this? I had a blast. I had a blast. Uh, <laughs> no, I think all of these so far, like yeah. most of the trailers we watched that came out this week, I thought all looked fun and great whatever for whatever reason. yeah but um, um i think it's very vi- it still has like a suicide squad-ish kind of look mm-hmm. to it like it's still that vibrant neon thing and is but... this coming like so in the trailer she says she broke up with joker did yeah. that happen in suicide no. squad okay no so is there any continuation like besides just the margot robbie character of, uh, off of yeah the suicide I, I think squad that's movie? it i mean i i know that her tattoos she's apparently like changed in certain ways like there's like a big J on her arm that become became like a mermaid or something like that or a siren so like there's like these little things that still so it it's still in that continuity of sorts mm-hmm. but she's the big the only link as far I, as i know i just don't remember how suicide squad ended she like, was she was like, in jail he like breaks her out of jail yeah. at the end of it so okay. yeah they were together at the end of the movie technically <sighs> Okay, and so when I posted on my Facebook about the Joker movie, like I had a bunch of people commenting about like how people are, there's like this whole Harley Quinn Joker fandom mm-hmm. out there about yeah. their relationship, but like they obviously have a really messed up relationship. Anyway, some yeah. fan like made some like romantic like like movie with like all their scenes like spliced really? together, like with this music or whatever. And so I just don't remember this, but like why she just like... Her storyline saddens me, A, because uh-huh. she's, like, this very smart woman. And then, like, her character in the movies, she has this, like, very distinguished, like, pattern of speech. And then why does she have this accent all of a sudden? Like, why does she start talking like that? Um, well, she kind of she kind of talks like that in the in one of the scenes before he shocks her and stuff. But I... I oh, is that... So, okay. So, yeah... He, he does like a lobotomy. On he does her like or a something. lobotomy on her that makes her loopy or or uh, nutty or whatever. Okay. I guess, but but yeah, is that why she went kind of cuckoo and at least in the movie? I I don't remember because she actually originated from the animated series and then became incorporated into the comics later. Gotcha. Um, okay. Which is kind of interesting, but I I think it's more just like she she was a psychiatrist and fell in love with Joker and and then he made her crazy. Yeah. Okay. It's not like she just flipped personalities. I don't think so. I think maybe she was yeah probably always a little crazy okay yeah. yeah that bothered me i'm like why is she talking well, it, in an accent hole oh sure yeah it's a weird relationship and stuff but okay 
Well, cool. Well, it has a good cast. So Ewan McGregor and uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead are in it, and they're mm-hmm. dating. Remember? that? Yeah, because he left his wife for her like, after Fargo or yeah. during Fargo. So yeah, they were I in Fargo that. together, so they're being reunited in a yeah. movie. Or good good for screen. them, I guess. So, <laughs> and he's yeah. playing the villain. I'm kind of excited to see yeah. Ewan McGregor play a bad guy. And Rosie Perez is in this? Yeah. Yeah, that was random. I know. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Rosie Perez. Cool. Chris Messina. It's just so, like, so they, it's like a female squad yeah. of villains or something. No, I guess. the no, the Birds of Prey are not villains. Harley Quinn is the only villain. Birds of Prey are all heroes. Like, maybe they're more anti-heroes of sorts, but they're not villains like Suicide Squad was. This is supposed to be, because the, t- the full title is like, the emancipation the, the emancipation of, of Harley Quinn. Of Harley Quinn. So she's sort of doing good in a sense in the movie, I think. So mm-hmm. the Birds of Prey are not villains technically. Okay. And now I'm Why caught up on our out? comic book. Yeah. Although Ian McGregor <laughs> yeah. is playing a character known as the Black Mask in the comics, so he's not wearing a black mask. Come on. I know Ewan McGregor's it's because pretty, we want to look at him. Yeah, <laughs> I bet I bet he ends up in the mask at the end. Pe- people are freaking out about it, but like, come on, he'll oh, he'll he'll, sure. he'll wear the mask mm-hmm. at some point. Okay, so the one that I did not know about um, that you sent actually, Guy Ritchie's new movie called yeah. The Gentleman. Yeah, looked good. Looks like a, a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> looks looks like a lot of fun. It yeah. looks like a blast. It does. It looks like a blast. It's also like classic Guy Ritchie. So enough, yeah. enough of this mm-hmm. Aladdin junk, right? Because yeah. we couldn't understand any of the yeah. actors, yeah. which like made me. Think Think like, oh, this is yeah. this is about right. I, I didn't know what half the they were saying in this. Um, but Hugh Grant, I got to say, yeah. in this trailer, unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, like just the way he sounds, sounded, way he looks, yeah, everything. Totally not a Hugh Grant, but um, great cast, so cool. Yeah, so who, Matthew McConaughey, Ma- Matthew McConaughey is in this. He plays a highly profitable marijuana, like he runs this marijuana empire in London, and then like word gets out, he's looking to cash out of the business, and then like everyone's plotting and scheming to steal it but yeah um charlie hunman is in it henry golding is in it michelle dockery jeremy strong i'm so excited to see jeremy strong in something besides succession yeah because you guys don't watch succession no but, but i know his face from oh the trailers gosh yeah. he looks so great i was like super i wish you guys watched succession that's on my list i don't it's have HBO so anymore. fun no. and just seeing he's such a great actor so seeing him uh-huh. in a trailer for something else made me very excited colin sure. farrell is in it yeah that i was excited for that like having colin farrell and uh matthew mcconaughey in a guy Ritchie movie is a wonderful choice yes and this comes out in january january 24th so even i'm sure it's a smaller movie but it's kind of crazy that he just had aladdin come out i know um, and then now he's got this one but again i'm sure this was a smaller movie mm-hmm I think Better it looked, movie. I think it looked great. I'm yep. very I'm excited. excited. Hopefully the trailer d- does the movie yep. some justice. Don't know how it's been a while since he's had a good movie. So yeah. um, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Well, because he he does he like he went off and started making weird ones. So he, well, he went Hollywood. He did yeah. Sherlock yeah. Holmes and did uh, that King Arthur movie that and was none apparently of them bad. Were good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I, I think he's fun when he does like the edgier stuff. Yeah. So absolutely stick to that guy, Richie. Uh, okay, and then you sent this one today, Justin. Richard Jewell yes. is in theaters on December 13th. It's coming out pretty quickly, and it's a Clint Eastwood movie. And ju- It was no, only cool. only just filmed in June. I did not. I knew nothing about this. Really? Not only did I know nothing about the making of the movie, because like, usually you hear, like, oh, Clint, sure. this is what Clint Eastwood's doing. He's like 85 mm-hmm. now. 90, I thought. Isn't he oh, 90? wow. Is he, is he 90? I think so. Holy I he was like late 80s. We'll look while you speak. Okay. So... Um, what I was saying is like, I, not only did I know nothing about the, this, the actual story behind it. So this is a true story. Um, and it takes place like the Centennial bombing in Atlanta. 1996. Yeah. Um, which I knew about the 1996 Centennial Olympic Park bombing. Um, I knew the basics of that, like that it happened, but I didn't know any of the details surrounding mm-hmm. it. And the actual story like just seems so fascinating. So it's um, Sam Rockwell, isn't it? John Hamm, Kathy Bates, Olivia Wilde, and Paul Walter Hauser, who was the guy from I, Tanya. Mm-hmm. Um, and Black Klansman. Loved that. Mm-hmm. And Black Klansman. So uh, essentially he plays a security guard who fi- found the bomb. Yeah. And originally he was thought to be a hero because he helped like clear the park out mm-hmm. and help police. Um, but then he like quickly turned into a suspect. So then everybody thought that he planted it. Mm-hmm. And, like it's this whole like thing to clear clear his name and Sam Rockwell plays his lawyer. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It look, I think it looks good. I think it looks really good. I, I've been aware of it because I'm pretty sure Jonah Hill was attached to play the part mm-hmm. um, or like earlier in the year or something. I remember reading it. And then it was like suddenly like in the summer, I remember reading that they cast uh 
Paul Walter Hauser, which is pretty cool because I think he's an underrated character actor. Mm-hmm. And then um, for it to be already made and released in December is kind of nuts. Fast. Like it went really mm-hmm. fast. How old is he? 89. 89. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Be, so next May he'll be 90. I mean, I'm Man, not... Clint Eastwood. I'm not holding out hope because what... We, we, we he, know your feelings about Clint Eastwood. What has he done since... <laughs> I don't know. The mule like, was fine. It was weird, but it was fine. Hmm. <laughs> the 15, 17, 18, 19 to Paris, whatever that was. Oh, right. 15, mm-hmm. 17 The fact to Paris. that he's still doing this stuff. Yeah. Like, and honestly, this credit. looks like, did you watch the trailer? It looked good. I haven't seen it. Okay. It does so I guess really I can't talk. Plus, it's like, how many movies is John Hammond this year that could be nominated for an Oscar? Because he's in The Report. He's in this. And I know I know there's something else. Mm-hmm. And, Lucy in the Sky, Lucy, but he but, will not oh, get nominated. For yeah, that. that's what it was. But Lucy in the Sky got bad reviews. So, it, so yeah. yeah, when you said that, because Justin sent the email with this trailer, and he's like, what did you say? How many like, how, how many, many movies will it take this year for John, John Hamm to get an Oscar? And all I could think was, <laughs> Lucy in the Sky? Like, he's not, what other movie? I, th- I, I it, forgot about the yeah. report, but. I, I would love to see John Hamm get nominated for something, but I guess we'll see. If I don't think he's getting trip. the roles that he should be getting. For I don't think so either. Nominated for things. Um, and honestly, like, my favorite John Hamm is John Hamm in comedy. I mean, oh, me too. Mm-hmm. Bridesmaids and he's tag. He's so yeah. funny when he's in comedy. Like yeah. he does such a great job. Yeah, I, I do. Breakable agree with that. Schmidt, Like yeah. it's just fun. Like absolutely. I, I like him better when he's doing comedy. I think the only other thing, the town. I liked him in the town. I did like him in the town. And he's a lot. fine with drama too, yeah. but like I just, don't, yeah. he's not getting really like great. Yeah. Roles. But it was just funny that this year there's these three big drama movies mm-hmm. that you know, and I because I thought Lucy in the Sky would be a big contender for Oscars. Right. I think even when that trailer came out, he's but, uh he's this year's oh boy his uh <laughs> from shape of water call me by your name oh michael uh oh geez how do Shannon? we no 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 oh my gosh i cannot remember his name he was the dad the dad call, me by, call me by your name yeah i i'm he was in the shape name. of water uh, that yeah, yeah. and then something else that year the post i think the oh. post yes and i was like he's that years whatever that where he was in like everything but not nominated right um yeah i and what I remember when I saw the, the trailer for the report, I was like, oh, maybe John Hamm will get an Oscar nomination. But I guess we'll see. Mm. He may not. It's a crowded year for Oscars. Yeah. Yes. Well. Michael you... Stolberg. I was going to yes. Barg Stolberg. Um, we should talk about Joker. Okay. Because we saw Joker. We did see Joker, except Chris did not see Joker. No. But. <sighs> Sorry, we'll try to get folks. through this without spoiling yeah, too much, but it's we going to be hard because there's we... a lot to say about this movie, and um, we're just going to have a kind of discussion, deep dive. like deep dive the most that. controversial film of the year. Would <clears> you say? <throat> yeah, probably. I don't know that I've seen all the films of this year, but um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely understand now having seen it why there is controversy mm-hmm. surrounding it, and it's definitely worth talking about because it's a really hard movie to review. Because you're trying to separate it out from like just this is just a movie sure. to we know it's not just a movie because we know how movies can influence and affect people in the real world. And sometimes that doesn't happen in an always positive way. So, mm-hmm. um, Justin, just like what are your initial thoughts um, on it? My initial it is I think it's a great movie. It is a hard to watch movie. And a lot of that is because they portray the character in such a realistic mm-hmm. um manner that like it just feels so i guess like on the nose for things i guess and it, it it's a very ill-timed movie mm-hmm. because um like as i as we've everybody's saying it's very taxi driver influenced and so it very much belongs in like the 1970s of scorsese heyday and i'm sure people still would have felt weird about it but it wouldn't be as controversial as it is now had it come out decades ago or probably even like 10 years ago for that matter but um, given the climate, the current climate, I guess, um, it's a little ill-timed, but as a movie, it is great. I feel like it's a fantastic yeah. movie and it's, I guess, unfortunate that it's looked at the way it is in a way, but you know, cause I know that like, obviously their intention behind it was not to, you know, mm-hmm. incite violence or anything like that. And I don't. I still. I have a lot of mixed feelings about that still. But I think, yeah, as a movie, it's really great. Like it was really intense. Like I was completely absorbed into the movie yeah. from the get go. And Joaquin Phoenix is incredible in it. Incredible. Agreed. Well, and Todd Phillips is already like trying to come out and defending like because before you know it's even getting its like mass release, people have been saying that they've been worried about it. You know, causing mm-hmm. violence or empowering. You know, 
and anybody who'd want to con- like cause harm on people. So he was already like on the de- defense about it, saying like, "Well, people haven't even seen this movie yet." Yeah. Like, and talking about how it really is, you know, to show that he's a psychopath and um, he he's mentally ill and he needs help. Um, but now, having seen it, I totally get why yeah. people are concerned. Because yes, like I think that Todd Phillips does, you know, show that he is a psychopath, but he also makes him so sympathetic, and um, you almost like root for him mm-hmm. to. <laughs> Get I back at the say, people that are yeah. harming him. It's like I, I never felt like I was rooting for him to do the stuff that he does, but I f- was kind of rooting for him to win and feel. A pr- I don't know. Like it, that's a, it was such a weird feeling because yeah, you're you're very. So basically, the movie follows a guy named Arthur Fleck who mm-hmm. is a very troubled. Which question before you continue? Was Arthur Fleck the name of the Joker in no. any of the comics or any no. like? So this is just you know his own. Yeah, his own because his own like Todd Phillips' own creation. Yes, because you rarely, if ever, get a name mm. for the Joker in okay. the comics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he did have one in Batman, like the original Batman. Yes. With... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably one of the few times. Okay. Yeah, um, like it's Jack something in that mm-hmm. in that movie, but yeah. Um, so he's a very troubled person he's he's a he's working as a clown he's a uh aspiring comedian he lives with his mother who is also very mentally unstable um and it's just essentially like this uh transition from you know misguided and troubled loner to be becoming a homicidal maniac mm-hmm. that we know as the joker um so it's very like the sympathy I felt for him was just in that, like in the movie, it's very much, Hey, he has mental health trouble and he's not being cared for the way that he should. And he was Mm -hmm. very mistreated. He's, he is very mistreated as a human being while also being very troubled. And, and that can make, that has the make the potential to become a violent person and lash out the way that he does. Mm -hmm. So, but that's again, why it's as realistic and, you know, ill-timed as it is, is because like, that's a, you know, it's like, it's almost like they were trying to have a commentary on mental health and how we need to take better care of people with mental health, which is very true, but there's no, I mean, it's still a scary, it's still scary to see like, as opposed to like, Hey, this is why we should take care of our mental health or people mental health because they can go crazy and kill people. You know, they sort of glorify it Mm -hmm. in a way. And that's, that's sort of what kind of makes it as dangerous as people think that it is. Yeah. I think they make like victimhood, like his victimhood almost like, heroic in a way yeah. that or admirable i yeah. guess mm-hmm. like because i mean he is constantly getting beat up chris in this movie yeah. like so much so and it's like it's heartbreaking to watch like yeah. really because you know he's a sick person mm-hmm. and you know he's like misunderstood because he has uh, this mental illness and he also has this like uncontrollable laugh that he can't he, he honestly it's uncontrollable like mm-hmm. it's like a effect of mm-hmm. abuse um <clears throat> spoiler is that a spoiler <laughs> i guess it's kind it, of a spoiler, is it is but. it uh i've heard mixed things on the violence in the it's movie violent, is, it, is it pretty but it, it's bad not, to watch like or? i honestly thought they expected it to be more violent yeah, me too but there it is pretty violent like yeah. they don't cut away mm-hmm. from you know him killing people mm-hmm. it's 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 almost yeah i don't think it's any more violent than most scorsese movies yeah mm-hmm. but it's very comparable to scorsese yeah people absolutely. are comparing it a lot but like i'm like you see look at like violent movies like, like no way does he have the body count that like john wick has you know what yeah, i mean right. so like i mean i guess you could say it's kind of relative but like mm-hmm. you know you know watching john wick that there's not a john wick out there sure like, right it, there's a hyper realism to that one like, yeah um I like th- it's a po- it's things that are possible but yet it's still but but not at the same time right and i i think part of what where the realism from joker comes from is you know there's the he's always batman's like antagonist and there's not like Mm -hmm. we don't see batman in this movie so there's like no adversary so there's like it it's it's watching like any other movie where joker is it's you you feel like you're watching that comic book movie Mm -hmm. like it's more cartoony because there's a guy dressed Mm -hmm. as a batman like Mm -hmm. eating the crap and like driving his toy around gotham (sighs) like we don't have any of that so really like the movie just like kind of like amounts to like just a bunch of his grievances you know like it's it's all his storyline and he's not fighting you know this Mm -hmm. cartoon character Mm -hmm. so it just feels so real and it's not it's it's different take because uh when i watched a little bit over the weekend at the dark knight 
uh, when you see Heath Ledger's Joker, he has that like comedy kind of feel to him, mm-hmm. similar to what mm-hmm. you're saying, like yeah. the cartoony. Like some of the lines he says are like really funny, and I always yeah. laugh. And I'm like, I just I can't look away because his performance is so good. But he's also a little bit funny. Mm-hmm. And then even like when he like gets tasered, he's like, or yeah. what? I, like, but then I'm assuming that that Joaquin's performance is like complete, like not funny. Like no, it's heartbreaking. Per- okay. Yeah, it's, it's more heartbreaking. heartbreaking and chilling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure that, like, the flip, like, now that, you know, I mean, as we all know, at the end, he becomes the, he's, he becomes the Joker. I'm sure that, like, this, ver- if if they were going to make a sequel, which I would be surprised, personally, I'd be surprised if they did. But if if there was to be a sequel, he probably would be a little more zanier and stuff because these, there's been that switch now. Mm-hmm. But that's not the version you see throughout the movie because it's very much about this broken man and how far he's mm-hmm. pushed before yeah. lashing out essentially mm-hmm. i mean he he he's the victim in every single scene mm-hmm. that yeah. we see and um you're just always like focused on his like his mental illness and like his victimhood so like instead of that's what you're exploring is like his brokenness mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of like more so like his dark and like evil side and like the villain side mm-hmm. of him and i think that was you know, kind of part of the problem was um, that you're sympathizing with him like most of the mm-hmm. time and you're not really seeing like there's not enough of it, like this man is a psychopath. Like, right. You know, he is because what he's doing is wrong. But like we've been following him through most of this movie, like feeling bad for him kind of in, yeah. a, in a sense. So we don't get enough of that push of like, yeah, but like what he did was wrong. Like we we know as viewers, like he did it. He, it's almost like they're justifying like his what he's doing because you know he's just doing it because a he's sick he's mm-hmm. not on the medication that he needs and also because like these people were awful to him mm-hmm. so yeah he just snapped he snapped and like he's getting his um justice on the people that wronged him and it's it's an interesting movie just from watching you guys talk about it because if this was like a lower budget film and i know there have been films that deal with like just like mass shootings in general and mental health and whatnot. But I feel like this is interesting because of what's happened in our country with the Aurora shooter kind of like mm-hmm. idolizing Joker a little bit. And so that's dangerous. that's a, that's sort of a myth, by the way. Oh, OK. OK. Um, I was just thinking like the red hair, mm-hmm. too, or whatever. But like even so, to have it be so mainstream, like a DC movie, it it's you, really an interesting sure thing but it's also I, you guys talked about this yesterday too like it's it's dangerous i think in that way too mm-hmm. that it's like such a popular yeah yeah franchise the, the the character is an, is very popular i mean mm-hmm. he's like one of he's one of one of if not the most iconic superhero villain of all time and he's like widely widely beloved by people mm-hmm. so like uh and his character sort of transcends even like comic book and non-comic book people because yeah. of the movies mm-hmm. and stuff so that's sort of where like of course he's made to be heroic mm-hmm. because people love this character so much, but the portrayal is where it gets risky mm-hmm. in my mind. So like there's a comic book called the killing joke that this has like mild influence from, which is where he is a, an aspiring comedian. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not mistaken, and if anybody is listening that knows it more, knows it better can tweet us and tell me I'm wrong. But if I'm not mistaken in that version, he's a guy who like owes money. So he's like sort of like owes money to bad people. And then they, it's like their treatment of him is what sort of snaps him into becoming mm-hmm. the Joker, which would have also could have been a really fun movie. But because they've made him, that was more like he's still involved in these gangs and is pushed to the brink by these gang people as opposed to him having all these mental health problems. And again, it's like this, it's such a realistic portrayal. It makes watching it really hard. Yeah. And I, like, I think it just like, it really speaks to like loners and, like, yeah. um, you know, the coolness of like society ha- can have to people who you know, Mm -hmm. aren't popular or maybe are misunderstood or Mm -hmm. mentally ill or whatever way, like like bullying is such a huge message in this too. So Mm -hmm. I think the fact that, you know, somebody out there could see a hero in him and feel understood by him Mm -hmm. and his actions make sense to a person like that. Like I, I, that's where I think it gets dangerous is because that 
could cause somebody to, you know, want to follow his actions. Mm -hmm. And that's where it gets scary. And that's when you're watching this movie. It's hard to separate like yourself between just watching a film, which I wanted to do because I think it I did think it was well made. And I think the acting is phenomenal. And I wanted to just watch it as somebody who appreciates film. But like not everybody can, you know, distinguish those two. Not everybody watching Mm -hmm. a movie like that can know like Mm -hmm. I'm just watching a film versus like, oh, I relate to this. Like Mm -hmm. I need to do what he did. Um, people, people may seem some see some kind of reality in that. And sure, that's, that's where it gets. Yeah, that's touchy. also where my mixed feelings come in because we. I mean, you know, you could make the argument that a certain slasher movies can have the same result. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's slasher movies where the killer is a loner you know, bullied person getting revenge on people like the Rob Carrie. Zombie Halloween. I just sure. don't think that, feel yeah, like yeah. we get the deep dive into like the mental sure. part of it. Sure. That we would with like a slasher and, movie. And like they're that. not, they're also not hail, ha- held to this like yeah. heroic sort of yeah. stature. Right. Mm-hmm. Even when people love these movies and stuff. But so I think that's, yeah, it, I don't know. It's such a weird, it's such it's a, tough. a tough, tricky, it's, tough. it's a very tricky thing. And, it's one of those things like, do we blame the movie if somebody acts up or do we blame the how this person is treated mm-hmm. in, in mental health wise? Like, because, you know, at the end of the day, a, film, a movie is a piece of art mm-hmm. and we can't control how people react to that sort mm-hmm. of thing. And we shouldn't be able to tell people you can't make this because somebody, a, a minor amount of people might react right. a certain right. way. Right. So that's just that's just where the the, the line gets tricky. I mean, you can only hope that that people just see it as a film. But like, yeah. I, I mean, I do feel like when I was watching it, like there were certain lines where I was like, "Ooh, like, yeah, like that's For gonna sure. that's gonna you know," because we know there's people on the dark web like talking about this. Oh, and sure. Saying like and using those lines as the quotes to whatever movement they have, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know, carving that in whatever like journal they have or manifesto yeah. they're making. Like they're they're we we just know that from past experiences that somebody's going to take certain lines. Sure, and, and there's make no that they're calling, and hard. there's no good comeuppance or message that says here's why this is bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just put on like a heroic standpoint. Yes. So that's that's where the, and I don't, I feel like it couldn't have been too hard for somebody to for, for there to be some sort of voice saying, hey, this is why why this is mm-hmm. bad. And I feel like there's a scene with De Niro's character where they try to do yeah. that, but it doesn't, it didn't, it wasn't enough, but. Um, but also, but, but yeah, the movie's great, (laughs) (laughs) but also, yeah, the movie's great. So that's why it's so Do you think, uh, that this is going to be nominated for best picture? I think it could. Absolutely. Joaquin's performance was really the standout. Yeah. I looked on, it's only got 77% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. And there's tons of like, kind of like negative reviews out there. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I, I don't necessarily think it was like a f- the best movie, but I think Joaquin's performance was yeah. really So great. without take out the very dangerous messaging, mm-hmm. is is that the main issue? Because when it when it started, it was like a 90-something around Tomatoes, and I'm wondering if that that is the complete issue that everybody's having. It's just that, yeah. that they are tarnished, not tarnishing it, but I, they don't I like don't, it because No, the, I don't think that's the case. I, I think there are generally people out there who just didn't think it was that good of a mm-hmm. movie. Like, um, I asked my husband about it, and he just said it didn't really say anything. Yeah. So, um, I mean, then that's a plot problem. Yeah. So that's a character problem. So I that's will a say story problem. I uh, have been listening to the soundtrack. Uh-huh. Oh, that's the other thing. Like, I, I think the cinematography was great. I yeah, think the way it was well shot, made. the sa- the soundtrack, the music in it was mm-hmm. very chilling and mm-hmm. good. And yeah, yeah, Joaquin's performance was fantastic. And some of the supporting care, I thought, um, f- the mother Frances Conroy did. Yeah, did she, she had a pr- kind of minor role, but she was pretty effective in mm-hmm. it. My um, biggest disappointment is there was not enough Mark Maron. Yeah, he was in like basically could've... one scene, and he was a very Mark Maron character. Yeah, he didn't very didn't speak a lot. And just yeah. like, what but the yeah, what's going on here? If anything. It was like that shouldn't have been Mark Maron. Yeah. You're too yeah. good for that. But he yeah. at the same time he got to work with Robert De Niro. So mm. yeah, I think it's going to be interesting because while the controversy is different than something like Green Book or Bohemian Rhapsody last year, yeah, it's still going to end up being a huge movie. And you're and I'm curious to see whether or not they can ignore that. Just how beloved yeah. the movie is going to end up being by people. I, I can't see it getting a Best Picture nom. Just because, like, of the movie it was. Like, I think yeah. I think it's really driven by Joaquin's performance. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but the last thing that I, I have to say about it is, like, I kind of have issues with this movie as much as I did a little bit with when I saw Widows, mm-hmm. where it, it almost had too many, like, deep, heavy issues in there, and they weren't 
fleshed out Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. enough. Like, I mean, I wrote these down off the top of my head. Like, I mean, they they touch a little bit on the cycle of abuse, Mm -hmm. um, that like a failing government, failed systems for the sick and the poor people, mental health. Like, Mm -hmm. all of these were in there, um, but none of them were super well explained Mm -hmm. and um i brought my dad to this movie my dad you know is in 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 the like health profession so i'm surprised he liked it because like it's pretty violent and he came out he and he said wow i'm so glad i saw that i was not excited about coming tonight but you know coming from like the uh, health standpoint he's Mm -hmm. like that's really important and um he saw it totally uh, the movie in a totally different lens than i did and Mm -hmm. i thought that was fascinating you know like i i had all these issues with it but he's like you know just to see somebody like he's like that man right there exists in this world today mm-hmm. and that man isn't able to get the help that he needs. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think that's where the realism comes in. It's like, we see that every day where, mm-hmm. you know, somebody mm-hmm. has mental health issues, somebody needs help and they're not getting the assistance mm-hmm. they need or, but from my dad's point was that help is out there and they just can't get it or don't get it or whatever mm-hmm. reason. So, yeah. I don't know. And that again is like, that felt like what the message probably was but but again was treated more like a here's how bad it right. can be and yeah. like almost not not propaganda i would, don't want to say it's propaganda like here's what could happen if yeah. we don't protect i was just but, about to say that like but, maybe yeah. that was his if that was trying to be enough. this if, message yeah. is like these people exist and we better do something about yeah. it i mean i i, I don't know I, yeah like i i can see how that could be part of it but again it was just like such a small yeah little bit like that what's not what the whole movie was about mm-hmm. so i mean you put that in there you almost want that to be like pick a message and like sure. stick right. to it like okay if this is going to be about mental health and people not getting help and the government not assisting because like mm-hmm. in the movie like their budget gets cut and so mm-hmm. like there's just he can't get his drugs anymore um and yeah that's what happened but then like it's kind of dropped sure so um, that's a great comparison because to widows because when yeah, i watched like, that too that i'm like about the car scene so and the much. police you're like okay that was just like thrown in there because it was a so message much. on that but yeah, yeah and and there's so many i mean it barely talked about the cycle of abuse like yeah. i mean i'm still very excited for it to just be out and over with because i've been so yeah. tired of the discussion and the discourse around it and you know, whether it's because people are like, well, it's a comic book movie, so we're discarding it for that, or then now it's the controversy with, with this stuff. It's like, I just want it to be out and over with. But I'm excited to see how much of the conversation it's in mm-hmm. come award season time. Because The Irishman, I'm sure, is going to be a violent yeah. movie about people who aren't right. good people. Right. And granted, it's going to be a different sort of thing. But I mean, I'll be curious to see how that's people react to it in that way, I guess. Or, I think it's like just because. You know, occasionally, um, like I, I'm trying to think of them right now. The only one I can really think about is like we need to talk about Kevin, but that's legit about like a mass mass yeah. killing, mm-hmm. um, where mental health and violence like are so intertwined yeah. like that. Like usually when you get a violent movie, it's you know a hitman or uh-huh. the mob, yeah. <laughs> you know something mm-hmm. like that. But now we just have a, a person who's sick, sure, and is kind of relatable to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has to deal with mental health issues. So, are you? Does this movie make you guys more excited for the future of DC movies than before? Because for me, I thought this was neat that they did something completely different than it's like not the cheesiness, uh-huh. a more serious. But then I wonder what if they're going to do more stuff in the um, future like this to to kind of differentiate. I definitely themselves. think those darker movies are more successful. If you look yeah. like, like Logan was yeah. a good film. Um, obviously, Chris Nolan's like. Batman movies like Mm -hmm. I think the darker ones are better films but I think I don't know if it's going to completely change what like DC does because we've still got Birds of Prey we're still going to have an Aquaman 2 Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman 2 and then the Batman movies but and they're still going to do well and they're still going to do well but I but I do think that it's going to open the door for them to explore it's going to be a good and bad there we're we're probably going to get more things like the Joker that could be good where they explore a certain character but not all like characters like the are like the Joker where they right. need a movie. Whereas like what Sony's doing, they gave Venom his own movie and they're giving Morbius the Vampire his own movie, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like so, there's going to be a good and bad to it where it's going to open the door for these studios to do more movies like the Joker, but they're not all going to be good, mm-hmm. and that's going to be the fad, and then it's going to be annoying mm-hmm. and. So I don't know, but I I think that it's going to mark a change at least as far as like, here's what we can do with comic book movies. We can make something sort of, sort of unique and something new new, Mm. and we can make something really good that might be an Oscar discussion. Because I'm tired of like seeing, I mean, and I get there's a huge audience. Obviously, I know you love 
all the comic book movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just love seeing movies that are rated R, like on this yeah. topic, that are like just don't even care. Well, sure, and we it's get a lot. Make of, a lot of money. I we mean, we get so many of the Marvel movies that are so light and fluffy that mm-hmm. it's nice to get something that's more adult themed right. and because yeah. it has. I feel like what Logan was probably the last. Well, or I guess you could count Deadpool in a sense. That's true. I mean, they're still yeah, light and fluffy, but they're... Hey, I, yeah. I super wish that I could separate just the state of society with just watching a movie. Because, like, yeah. it, sure. it, it it was a good movie. It was well yeah. done. And the performances alone just, like, wow. Sure. Blew me. Joaquin Phoenix blew me away. He, I've never seen somebody um, just transform into mm-hmm. a character so well honestly like it's probably the best i've ever seen sure and there's and and as a comic book fan and a fan of the character there's at least one moment that i felt kind of giddy about even though it was in the midst of like scary stuff but there's a couple of like cool like yeah that's the joker that's exciting Mm -hmm. but 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 because it's in the midst of all this other stuff it's sort of it's just hard because i mean you want to be able to separate the two but i'm sitting here in the movie theater looking at the exits and thinking like Mm -hmm. oh yeah i can totally see somebody Wanting to bring a gun in here and start mm. killing people, you know, like you, I could not separate the the reality of our world right now with just watching the movie. Yeah. And I wanted to because I I wanted to enjoy the movie and I want to just think about it as a movie and a, I'm just sure. a person watching mm-hmm. this and none of that other stuff should matter. But there was just too many lines and situations in it that just bring you out of it and make you think of you know what's going on in the yeah. world. Sadly, but I still think it was really well yeah. well made. I'm so glad I get to review so, it on TV tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's going to be so hard to talk about. Um, anyways, I definitely think it's worth watching. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, you know, I'd say ever since the Aurora thing, I'm always in crowded movie theaters. I'm mm-hmm. always not fidgety, but like when somebody's getting up and down, sure. I'm always looking in yeah. the aware. So we've we've all been changed in some way by this kind of stuff and made more aware, but I don't know. It's it's a movie at the <laughs> yeah. end of the day. It's a movie. It's just You're a right. movie. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we're never going to be able to stop anybody from being violent anywhere right. where mm-hmm. we're at. It happens all over the world now, all over the place. So yeah. Yeah. whether, what, whether or not it was Joker or mm-hmm. a movie that's coming out next year or, yeah. you know, just people and <laughs> wanting want to hurt people, like it's going to happen. And my personal opinion is, I mean... You know, I love art and I love movies and I don't want us to ever stop making movies about really tough issues. Um, so I hope that this doesn't close, the, which it's not. It's not going to sure. close the door. It's going to make so good. much money that it's mm-hmm. not going to close anything. Um, but it is. I mean, you do have to be aware of the times. Sure. You can't just make something yeah. just but well, without the, the controversy. Like you could go with the know. other argument where, you know, movies and video games and all that. It's not making people do right. anything. Exactly. Yeah. Like, my and my point is that it's not going to make somebody do this, but I can definitely see like you know there was the one quote like I hope my death my makes more, more sense, sense than my, my life. life yeah like I can see that like being yeah. some kind of I I see it similar to Fight Club where Fight Club became a cult classic for the wrong reasons because people related to it for the wrong reasons yeah. mm-hmm. and whereas that movie was a satire about masculinity and stuff people people saw it as like a celebration of masculinity. Yeah. And so they liked it for the wrong reasons. And I think that that's sort of where this, this kind of falls. Right. Where like people it's, like it's us not going to make it, them do anything, right, but, they, but they might celebrate it for, celebrate for it. that for there the wrong reason. Well, and when you bring up like video games, I mean, when you look at Grand Theft Auto, which has been a huge discussion yeah. about the dangers of that game. Well, you're also not taking a deep dive into that character and that, mm-hmm. oh, he's being abused and yeah. oh, he's, yeah. it's not a realistic portrayal. Right. So that's why I think the difference I, with this movie. I, I is, just think know. he's he's going to be either celebrated or like a relatable character yeah. for, for people like him. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where the scariness comes in. Yeah. But, you know, what I mean, whatever, there's so many pieces of art, like we said, that, yeah. that can do that. Sure. So we'll see. And there are movies out there like Elephant. The Gus Van Sant. Oh, right. I mean, but that was so small and yeah. nobody really. Well, knew about or we it. need to talk about Kevin. Yeah. Or but, their, right. the, the it, Evan Peters' character yeah. in the first season of American Horror Story yeah. was a you know. It, yeah. it, it's also really good jumping off point for discussions like this too. Absolutely. So like, Absolutely. I do hope that people see it and like what what good or bad like people are going to be talking about it and mm-hmm. maybe that does cause some good in the world. So yeah. yeah. 
All right. Well, let's move on to screen some screen? screens or scream it. Um, I would, my screen it would be go watch Joaquin Phoenix on yeah. uh, Jimmy Kimmel. It's oh, kind yeah. of, uh, that interview was, was It's so kind funny. of awkward. Uh, He's always awkward. But I mean, and uh, yeah, the best part is the blooper and then his reaction to that or when. Uh, Which I'm pr- Jimmy came on kind of upset him. Yeah. <laughs> he just seems like he's the kind of guy, you know, like you go on those shows to kind of be the butt of jokes or whatever. Yeah. And like you just can tell he doesn't enjoy that. No. Like he just doesn't want to be the like little puppeteer or right. puppet for. But what if puppeteer? this is all a game again? Could be. For what Maybe. he did to David <laughs> Letterman. I mean. It's like I think Jesse Eisenberg, I listened to him on Justin Long's podcast and he said the same thing about how much he hates those talk show interviews mm-hmm. because they're so like they're they're planned usually mm-hmm. like all the questions are planned in advance and it's a short amount of time and he's uncomfortable and all this stuff. So I'm sure it's not a fun thing to do. Yeah. Well, my screaming, that's a good segue because my screaming is that Todd Phillips needs to shut up. He yes. needs to stop talking about it. Just, mm-hmm. just shut up. Well, <laughs> like, and tell, like tell everybody what he said recently about well, making mo- comedy. Yeah. He said he, he's not making comedies anymore because you can't be funny in this woke culture. Yeah. And all the funny guys were like, F this, we're not going to make movies because we're, we're going to offend people, which is like, wrong on a lot of levels so, yeah, you know because yeah. number one he's like all the funny guys well what is yeah. that supposed to mean yeah second of all that just like just be more creative right. like mm-hmm. you can still movies like book smart prove mm-hmm. that you can still be funny big mouth is the one that's that show is so crude it's one of the crudest things i've ever watched yep. but it's hilarious and not offensive because of the way that it balances mm-hmm. certain things like it's possible to be funny and 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 as a lot of people pointed out and not offend, out, people? And, not offend yeah. people and a lot of people pointed out like well what about Taika Waititi and the stuff he's doing and what about the Deadpool movies and what about like well the book smart there's there, there's all kinds of people long still, shot long shot yeah. Seth Rogen's still making funny movies like there's we're still making funny movies. You just yeah. have to be more creative. I think, I think it's a good thing that we're not trying to offend women and treat women yeah. like crap yeah. in the, movies. The tweet that I saw that was the best for me was somebody was calling out Todd Phillips and said something like, um, what was the quote? I'm trying to even remember. I want to get it right. But it, like it was along the lines of you can still be funny. Um, comedy didn't stop when women and the LGBTQ uh, and black societies decided that they wanted to be respected and yeah. treated as, as humans. <laughs> right. not, not always the butt of jokes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, That's true. Like comedy doesn't start just because we're like, hey, we'd like a little bit more respect now. Like all your jokes don't have to center around offending like Absolutely. certain groups of yeah. people. <laughs> like, yeah, there are yeah. ways let's to not marginalize yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, talk so, ups. Yeah, just a stupid thing to say. I agree. I'm with you on that that screamant dumb. You know, you just made this like <laughs> crazy creative movie and mm-hmm. then you stick your foot in your mouth by saying something stupid. Um my screen is that Spider Man is gonna be in the MCU again. Yay. Yeah. So yay. Yeah. <laughs> to do if I'm not if I understand right, to do something within the MCU and then also his own solo movie, but they made Kevin Feige made note that he's the one hero who can jump between universes. So it's leading to speculation that maybe he will pop up in the Sony movies that they're doing, which will be great for him to go against venom or whatever and that there may be some sort of loose connection between those movies and the mcu and whatnot mm-hmm. so and supposedly opening doors for other team-ups which people are hoping for like daredevil and stuff which mm-hmm. would be cool so i don't know it's exciting Just... and i guess tom holland like last minute please is what sort of helped supposedly is what helped make the deal finally go through was that tom holland went and made like please to both sides like hey let's make this happen which is cool he's the one that brokered the deal supposedly like what he's, a real he's Spider-Man. such a good guy what yeah. a good charming God lo- i love that man <laughs> i love that little <laughs> well, spidey like, man it, i guess it's not really like everyone's place but isn't that just like the normal thing to do like wouldn't you if you were in a role like i would do the same thing like is it just because like we're from the midwest and we are nice people <laughs> like i don't know where he's from but i England? guess that just oh, okay well the, <laughs> it just bothers me that like it's like oh his last plea to do that and like okay then more actors if they're gonna be like i I don't don't know sometimes actors don't feel like they have the power but like when you look at what happened with um james gunn and like the guardian stuff like i really honestly think it was like his whole cast speaking out Mm -hmm. that got the studio to change their mind so i mean yeah i think actors do have power and i guess times have changed too 
I mean, yeah. th- we would have never really I, I known mean, about it's, this. It's again, like it's so media. it's so easy to just give in to like the mob mentality. Like if people are outraged over something, to just be like, oh well, we we got like there's a panic mm-hmm. involved in that, yeah. or like anybody, any corporation or studio or whatever is is going to feel pressured and like probably panic and be like, we we got to fix this. Like yeah. the fixing is fire that person or you know just do whatever you got to do to save yeah. your company's name. And so like yeah, like I feel like there's like a lot of pressure to just you know do do something immediately and eventually when somebody's brave enough to like stand up and say like no this this mm-hmm. this is fine like mm-hmm. it's oh, it's okay like then they can yeah you know, make the right decisions there so maybe tom holland just talk some sense into them yeah yeah using that london accent who knows maybe he was like listen i'm out guys yeah, yeah. He, he can't. He couldn't. I'm sure he's under. Contract. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, he would have been sued for billions of dollars yeah. if yeah. he did that. Maybe he was like, "Listen, guys, I'm gonna give the worst performance yeah. in the yeah. movie," which they probably still wouldn't care. But yeah. um, my scream it is Apollo 13 only ever won an Oscar for <laughs> editing, <laughs> and that is a shame. <laughs> that is I, so random. I re-listened while well, I was like on TV the other day, and I watched it, and I was like, "This is such a great movie." That won for editing, and that's it. Nothing else. Wow. Nothing else. No what Tom a Hanks. Shame. What the heck? No best director. No, no best picture. None of that. It like, lost to Braveheart that year, which was also a good film. A like, now I'm thinking like, no, that should have won over Braveheart. I don't even so really. I never watched the whole thing of Braveheart. Really? Uh, I haven't watched it since I was a kid. I just know the ending. I, I, don't, I, I don't loved like Braveheart. It. Braveheart. I thought it was the best thing ever. But now I'm just like, well, Apollo 13 is pretty great. Yeah. And it should have won more Oscars. Why was it not up against that? Or was but, it? Was it? Yeah, I think it was not. Oh, okay. it, just, it just lost everything. Oh. Lost. And the only one editing, which was a crying dang shame. Let's it is a so go on movie. social media and let's complain about it yeah, and see yeah. if they can change that. Have you guys heard about this movie from 1995? <laughs> so my other screen it was, um, you guys know my deep, deep love for Pride and Prejudice, the yes. movie, yes. the one with Keira Knightley. Of course. Um, oh, I think I know where you're going with it, this. It was also on TV this last weekend, and I was like, oh, okay, great. Like, uh-huh. I can, can watch Pride and Prejudice for yeah. the millionth time and still never get old. Uh, freaking the lead character, male character, Mr. Darcy, is Tom from Succession, yeah. the same actor, and I didn't realize it <laughs> until I watched it this weekend. And I can't tell you how mind-blowing it is because Mr. Darcy is, like, this hugely romantic character that, like, you know, women love. And, like, he's just so heartwarming and <laughs> wonderful in that movie. And Tom in Succession is such a D-bag. Oh, God. So to see the same actor playing, like, two different characters, like, well done for that actor. But also, like, oh, my gosh, I can never watch Pride and Prejudice yeah. the same without hearing, like, his dirty, nasty, like, jokes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Thinking about That's funny. Succession. I still need to watch Pride and Prejudice because I think it's a, is it the same director as Atonement? I think yes. so. I think we talked about that yes. before. Okay. Oh. I Don't give me a start with Atonement. But I do love that when you're like, oh, that's the guy from this. I'm like, what yeah. the heck? Yeah. How did I not realize so he, it? And he never became like I didn't even like know he was famous. British because oh, like, yeah. he plays American New York jerk like so well sure. with the great American accent. <laughs> like the fact, like it didn't even register to me that that, that could be Mr. Freaking Darcy. Anyways. You know, people, when they act, they normally play characters. Like, you didn't know you thought Tom Holland was a Midwestern boy. I just guess. (laughs) I like that nice act. I mean. But also, like, Tom from Succession is not somebody who you see, like, in interviews very often. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. He he was never one. He was, like, he's one of those guys that's in a lot of stuff but never got that famous. I I, I I don't even know his name. It's Matthew McFadden, I was like, yeah. Yeah. What is it? McFadden? Something like that? Something. It's something like that, yeah. Yeah. It is interesting when you have those characters, though, that you can never, like, not see them in, like, a certain role. Because uh, last night I was falling asleep and Think Like a Man 2 was on. I've never (laughs) seen that. But, like, uh, Jeremy Ferrara or or Turtle. Turtle. And Entourage. And he's, like, all skinny. And he's, like, with uh, Gabrielle Union's character in this movie. It's so great to watch those teen movies. What? Like, what? Like, this, this, I can't unsee Turtle. Sure. Like, it's weird. So I love watching those teen movies where it's like, oh my god, that was yeah. Channing Tatum, but like when he was whatever. Well, Justin would never know because you don't like Channing Tatum. But I still know movies. Isn't he was in She's the Man? Yeah, that's what you're. That's, that's true. Referring to. Yeah. yeah, I love Jeez. She's the Man. We were we watched She's all that. It's got Usher and Little Kim. Oh yeah. Well, sorry, I said Paul Little Walker. Kim. Little Kim. Yeah, Paul Walker's in it too. What's fun is watching those movies and then being like, oh, these are all Shakespearean plays. Yeah. Yeah. But movies for teens. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Well. 
All right. All right. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. In a bow. Yep. In a nice little podcast bow. <laughs> yes. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. Um, that's all I got. So yeah. Uh, anybody else have anything yeah, to add? No. Okay. No. We're good. We're good. Rate, subscribe, and tell your friends. See you later. <laughs> Bye.